Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Like sands through the Blackwater, so are the days of our Milton. And now, another episode of City Council Melodrama Theater. When you talk to other cities, and I do, because I, again, being on the council, I was involved with other Florida cities that I t spoke with, and so I have people that I can reach out to um, in other Florida cities to get an idea, again, of what they're doing and what their best practices are for the city of Milton. So again, I want to be involved, and um, I think that I can really help with the, the CIB. So backdrop here, this is the voice of Sherry Sebastio, former city councilwoman. She lost her election in November, and uh, she actually, so she had lost her first try at city council and then got appointed when the person that beat her resigned the post, and uh, then she ran for re-election, and she lost that election. Uh, that'll be important later. Um, <laughs> you know that, trust me. Um, but she wanted to serve on the Community Improvement Board, the CIB, and there were two people who were up for this position. She was one. She had spoken second. And uh, the first one who had uh, given kind of an outline of his history and what he wants to do, and, you know, um, his name is Kyle Johnson. And uh, I will just say this, that um, in what were otherwise relatively innocuous comments to the board about what he wanted to do and, um, you know, kind of his value to the community and he seems like a nice enough guy he just managed to choose an expression <laughs> that maybe dynamite expression maybe, may have been ill-advised here you go the things that i've heard here that you guys passed tonight i saw your faces i know that a couple of the scrotums up there were tight but when you voted on these two girls here that we're gonna do that it's just your, your whole attitude just relaxed. And I think that is one of the brightest things I have ever seen in a group of people who are voting. Let me just say, as I was watching this meeting, I was caught a bit unprepared <laughs> for the expression. Wow. And look, every, I've done it. Okay, I've done it. I have said things in public where I'm like, you know, at that moment, I didn't think that was a good choice of phrase. Later on, I thought that wasn't, you know, it, ha it happens. Okay, it happens. It just seemed like one of those where when you're addressing a city council that's some men, some women, mixed company, you know, and then you just maybe not as used to public speaking, and then all of a sudden you find yourself searching for that right expression. A couple of the scrotums up there were tight. <laughs> <laughs> well, brother... I love you. <laughs> I'll just put it that way. I love it. I, I appreciate it. It doesn't bother me. I just thought it was funny. Okay, so Sherry Sebastio says, I want to be on this board. He, Kyle Johnson is the other person for this board. And um, and when they get done presenting, Mike Cusack, who is the kind of the new Shannon Rice on the board, the outspoken, have his opinions, lays it all on the table, doesn't try to sugarcoat anything, uh, which I appreciate. It's not always great for order and for, you know, congeniality, but it is good for knowing where people stand. And I appreciate these Mike's. You never wonder what Mike Cusack is really thinking because he's telling you what he's really thinking. So he has a question for Sherry Sebastio, again, former city councilwoman who, oh, there you go. Thank you very much. Don't have any questions. Any questions? Thank I you. Have a, I have a question. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, Ms. Sebastio, um, my understanding, you've run for city council twice and were defeated both times. Is that correct? What does that have to do with this, sir? It's a question. It's a yes or no answer. I feel like what had been taught 
tight, then became more relaxed, has now become tight again. <laughs> I'll just, the yeah, I wonder how hers was. The, the tone has shifted, okay? Let's see. The last ele- Let's see. My very first election that I ran in, I lost by 800 votes, okay? So I stayed here, and I was here recording just like I am right now, staying involved. And again, that web page that I live feed on, Lots and lots of people watch my live feeds. There's a reason. Again, the second time I ran, after being on the council for a year and a half, lost by 94 votes. It's a big difference from 800. And if you think that 94 votes is going to keep me away, afraid not, because somebody wants me here. It's never a great place to be to be telling people that, you know, you've got many leather-bound books, you've got a lot of followers on <laughs> on your video feed. I mean, it's just, it's an awkward, but Mike Cusack put her in an awkward position by like, oh, you want to be on the CIB? Didn't you get voted down twice? Oh, man. All right, so he comes back. Oh, here we go. But I don't know what the reasoning is why you would ask well, me. Well, the reason I'm asking that is because obviously the citizens are looking for new people to help represent and make decisions for the city. And and obviously, the citizenry doesn't have confidence in you oh, no. as a council person. And so I'm, I say to myself, why, why should you be on a board <sighs> when people here in the city of Milton don't think you should even be in a, in a city council, let alone a board? So my point is, is that... <laughs> By the way, I love that. Hey, that sounds like the predator. <laughs> it does. <laughs> predator getting ready to take out Arnold. Yeah, no, like it's those one of those um, oh, the metal-covered, telescoping, movable microphone... Handles. Right, that I can and, hear and, and, it now you know, that you say it like that. You, but it sounds like the Predator. I don't know if, to, if she was getting ready to lay out or who, but... He, he, I thought it, she growled. Yeah. Here, listen again. <laughs> Let alone a board. So my point is, is that... <laughs> such a great effect. See, it's a growl. There is no point. You're just a rude man. Oh! Um, Excuse me? That's wait, what wait. I said. Let's let's have a Let him finish. I want him to finish. Go ahead. And when he finishes, me. man, no, you no, have... No, go ahead. Listen, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. Oh. See, the... Milton, Days of Our Milton, I think has been, like, season two of Days of Our Milton has been a little bit light on the drama, okay? Hasn't had as much as the original season. Like, the first season came out the gate, and it was hot. And now we've been a little bit calmer, and and then all of a sudden... (laughs) Here, I was worried it was going to jump the shark. (laughs) All of a sudden, we got this. We'll finish this up in a second. Candy's got traffic on the fives. Okay, oh, nice. uh, <laughs> right. Westbound lanes are open on the Three Mile Bridge, both directions. And again, uh, certainly use caution. Workers still are on scene. Uh, taking a look at Bell Lane uh, in uh, Pea Ridge, uh, not showing any problems there. Cyanamid is clear. Caroline Street, or Highway 90 in Milton, not showing any problems either. Traffic tips, text 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. So back to the city of Milton, where you've got the uh, the drama of Sherry Sebastio uh, getting basically called out by Mike Cusack for losing two elections and him saying, obviously the people don't want you on any of these boards or they would have elected you to office. Uh, so why should I put, why should I vote to put you on a board? Oh man. So the, when I was listening to this, I mean, it was obvious that, every, you know, he's being rude and she's willing to be rude back, of course, you know, understandably so. There was also a part of me that thought, I don't agree fully, but I see where he's coming from. You know, I I, I get, like, if you're going to be putting somebody on a board, you'd kind of prefer to have somebody that we know the public has a lot of confidence in. And she did lose twice, but it was close. And, you know, if you had to take people off the board just because they didn't win elections, I can see how that would be a challenge. But anyway, um, there's like there's a little bit of merit to it, but certainly could have been. 
it didn't have to be done to her face exactly this way. You know, there's something like leaning into the into the direction of the skid here about all of this, uh, which is, by the way, Heather Lindsay, she's like, you know, I told you all this is probably why we shouldn't do it this way. <laughs> you know, we have them give their comments, and then the following week we actually do the votes, because that vote's going to be tonight. Like, the actual final vote is going to be tonight. Anyway, so Mike Cusack continued to explain. Where I'm coming from is the people in the city don't feel that you should probably represent them and I don't think they probably feel that you should rep represent them on any of the city boards. Well, I'm glad that that's how you feel, but and I respect your feelings as I respect everyone's feelings. So thank you. Have a wonderful night. <laughs> you know, thank you. Bless your heart. You know, <laughs> that's kind of right. <laughs> Jeff Snow, city council member who um, himself has been involved in a fair number of high drama moments on city council. Uh, he comes in and basically scolds Mike Cusack for this kind of you know, unbecoming conduct. Mr. Cusack, with, it, with that thought process, we would have to remove uh, other members that serve on boards that have lost previously. So uh, uh, it's unfortunate that you went there with this, and it, it, you know, but uh, I would never uh, think that we need to remove another council member because they've lost a vote or lost a couple of times. And there are others that serve on boards today that have lost more than once. So the way this wound up playing out is he had a couple of the council members uh, said that they wanted to have Kyle Johnson, if you don't remember him. A couple of the scrotums up there were tight. <laughs> and... <laughs> Look, it's not, it's really not, he he sounded like a lovely man, really, and I think it just kind of, you know, that one phrase kind of came out a little bit uh, <clears throat> more colorful than expected, um, and then Sherry Sebastio, and so two wanted him, and then Jeff Snow said, well, I think we ought to have her, and so six preferred her, so the vote tonight is likely to be six to two, that wasn't the actual vote last week, it was the vote to advance to vote on it this week, but Anyway, um, I'll just say this. For those of you who thought that season two of the Milton City Council was never going to finally come around, give it a minute. Wow. <laughs> just just when you thought it was safe to go back to the black one. It's like Breaking Bed got Tuco. <laughs> That's yeah. right. It's great. Oh, man. 720 here on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, sarcastic. I'm Andrew McKay. And, you know, if you are um, thinking about selling that home, right, you got to get the best help, get the best price. And, look, in a hot market like the market used to be, it, I always said this at the time, it's true that, you know, it's a little easier to sell a house on your own, but you benefit from having a pro do it because, you know, Christina Leavenworth knows how to stage it and uh, do social media and time everything and do the open houses and give you advice on the pricing, like all of that stuff, so you get the best price. Now, that's true in a hot market. You can do better with help. That is really true in a difficult market like this one where, you know, it's more challenging and you really got to know what's going on. What do buyers want? What, what questions are they asking? What problems are they observing? You know, what's, who are you up against? You know, cash offers versus mortgage offers, all of that kind of stuff. And she does. She is genuinely expert in order to help you protect your equity and your family's future and get you the best price for that home. Um, she, her, she and her whole team. At Levin Rinky Realty, uh, they're the folks that I trust. I have seen the results again and again and again and again with what they can do. Um, if she doesn't sell your home in 30 days, she won't charge you a penny. She knows that she can sell your home in 30 days, and very I don't think anybody else is really offering that deal. She can make it partially because she knows the market and what she's doing, but also because she's got a whole bunch of people that she's marketed her listings to, so she knows that they're kind of eager to buy, ready to go. And even, in fact, if you want to sell fast, okay, and you don't mind taking a little bit less for the home, uh, she's got a list of investors who will buy it for all cash. Nothing to lose, totally free to find out what Christina Leavenworth can do for you. 723-9158, 723-9158.
Investing in times like these can be scary if you don't have the right person at the helm of your finances. Armada Advisors will put you on the right path for success. Join Wesley Odom with Armada Advisors to find a better way you can successfully invest your money and enjoy your retirement. Tune in to the Pensacola Expert Panel this morning at 10. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923 AM 1620. Research shows listeners prefer a personalized experience. So to help you remember, Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance. We personalize this ad for Amber, who really misses boy bands from the 90s. Hey, girl. I'm the cute one. Here to tell you how Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. I'm the heartthrob. The only thing I love more than you is saving. And I'm the other boy in the band everyone forgot about. Just happy to be only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Listen to News Radio on air at 92.3 FM, 95.3 FM, AM 1620, and online at NewsRadio923.com. Download our mobile app or listen through Alexa. Yeah, my old girlfriend from Oklahoma was going to fly out here for the dance, but she couldn't because she's doing some modeling right now. Is that George Santos? <laughs> uh, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, it's, it's a good day. You know, for a lot of people, it's a painful day. It's a difficult day. Um, it, you know, It's Anna Howard Shaw Day. Everybody's suffragette. Everybody else is, you know, doing their thing. And, you know, if it's not working out for you. And, you know, sometimes things, people go through stuff. But, uh, look, it's a, it, it, generally it's a very happy day. And I love for all of you to be yeah, enjoying Yeah, if you're in a love. couple. Otherwise, it's just yeah, Hallmark ramming stuff down your throat. <laughs> That's right. Purpose. It is a great day to pay too much to go out to eat. I'll say that much. Uh, Seven twenty-four on News Radio ninety-two-three, or sometimes not. I think BK's got a buy a Whopper, get a Whopper free on there. You know, if you use the app kind of deal today. And that's romance. Is it? Is it? You it know, is. I'm, I'm married twenty-five years, and my wife loves um, Burger King burgers. She loves They're McDonald's delicious. fries yeah, and sure. McDonald's in general, but she mm-hmm. loves the BK burgers because they always sure. have the deals. And honestly, this is. I'm like, well, that sounds good. <laughs> And she'd be happy with that. That's I loved. I married a very practical woman. She would be thrilled uh, to to have whoppers on Valentine's Day because that's who she is. Is you know? that all you got, you got her? Is you're going to get her a, a free whopper? We we don't do a lot for Valentine's. So Day. yes, oh, okay. Probably. I mean, I we I asked her that. I was like, what do you want to do for Valentine's? She's like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, perfect. You know those? Well, you put at home watching TV. There's these another leg, romantic night leg things that you can put on that inflate that massage your legs. And that's what my husband got me. He just doesn't oh. know yet. Sam Smith's devices? That's probably what it's going to look I should have brought him in because it's like, <laughs> but yeah, I ordered it from Amazon because he freaks out okay. about gifts. All right. Yeah, I'm no, like, it's hey, hard. look what you bought me. Buying gifts is hard. Yeah, uh, David Wayne's you do it yourself. The, David Wayne's in the newsroom with our, uh, our headlines. David? Some reaction today from students and others living near Michigan State University's campus in Lansing after a gunman killed three, injured five last night. When you see other people run, you run. That's what you do. Um, and it's... Could do is just think about you know nothing and everything at the same time. I I didn't know what I'm doing. I was just running. And uh, that is MSU freshman Mattia Newburn, and she's describing the chaos last night. Officials say the gunman responsible is dead. He reportedly took his own life as he was approached by police. The death toll from the earthquakes in Turkey and Syria last week continuing to rise now, more than 37,000, 31,000 of them in Turkey. And uh, as Fox News has been reporting this morning, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley announcing her run for the 2024 Republican presidential nomination. She posted a video 
video on social media today. She uh, served as the United Nations ambassador during the first two years of the Trump administration. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's again, my, my take on this is real simple. I, President Trump's road to victory in the nomination is to get as many people in this field as possible. There, therefore, all he has to do is get the most. He doesn't have to beat Ron DeSantis head to head. Because DeSantis, the other candidates will tend to defray the other than Trump vote. So that's why he's in favor. I mean, that's why he doesn't like ranked choice voting, (laughs) because he was worried that they would apply ranked choice voting or instant runoff voting uh, to the primaries, which they won't do. Uh, But, you know, if you want to kind of understand the presidential primary scale, you know, that's kind of not quite in play yet because we only got these two candidates so far. uh, That's that's my read of it. Uh, Candy's got traffic on the fives. Traffic on the Fives is brought to you by Anderson Subaru. Three Mile Bridge open both lanes, both directions. An accident on Mobile Highway, too, between W and New Warrington near the Bien Dong Market on Mobile Highway. And the Relax Inn, just to give you the the idea, and it looks like it is a possible roadblock this morning. That's Mobile Highway and smack dab between W and New Warrington uh, near the Bien Dong Market. Traffic tips, text 437-1620. And uh, it's brought to you by Anderson Subaru, the all-new 2023 Outback. Now it's stock. Your adventure starts here. News Radio 92.3 informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting people text me. God, I love it when Candy laughs over your mic. <laughs> no, it is great. It's they're like laughter is the best medicine. It absolutely is. 7:27 here on News Radio 92.3. What else do we have going on? The um, uh, police chiefs are uh, back in constitutional carry, and in fact, you know, Michelle Salzman actually was on um, CNN the other day. This has actually been a minute. It was I, I went and looked for the um, the video of it. I found a transcript and I texted her. I said, "Michelle, do you have a video link?" She's like, "Here it is." So I went and watched it, and um, she basically had this gal who was all up in her face, uh, Allison Camarota, asking her about the um, permitless concealed carry, right, which is you know a bill that she is co-sponsoring. In Florida, a group of Republican lawmakers have introduced a new bill that would allow Floridians to carry a concealed gun without a license. Current Florida law requires a concealed carry permit, which you can only get after completing an instructional firearm safety course and additional background checks. This bill would eliminate those requirements entirely, allowing anyone who is legally able to own a firearm to carry it without a permit. State Representative Michelle Salzman is one of the Florida lawmakers who co-sponsored this bill. Representative, thanks so much for being here. So tell us what evidence or research you have that this will make people safer. I'm not sure that we filed this bill to make Floridians safer. I think we filed this bill to uh, provide Floridians with the opportunity to exercise their God-given right, their Second Amendment right, to carry a firearm. Now, I think she, you know, it's always weird when you go on national TV and they ask you a question that's not exactly what you were expecting. Um, I, I think the better answer would have been, well, you know, we believe that allowing people to use their God-given right to protect themselves in a situation that arises unexpectedly is a way of keeping them safer. And she she didn't say it that way, but I know that's what she believes. And certainly the base question of uh, somebody having a fundamental right and why should the government be interfering with that? So Allison Camerata goes on with, you know, well, we're awash in gun violence. And, you know, how does eliminating training help make people safer? And Michelle, to her credit, she's like, you can still get training. You can still get a permit. And by the way, you can still buy guns because her angle was like, you're making it easier for people to buy guns. And, you know, you're not making it easier for people to buy guns. All the same restrictions are in place. You know, it's it's just a question of who's caring. And it really got me to thinking something that I hadn't quite put together is this argument against permitless concealed carry is a lot of times based on the, well, how dare you eliminate the training requirement? And look, I would rather have everybody trained when they're operating a gun. 
But we're not having a rash of people accidentally shot by concealed carry permit holders, right? Or even people who are carrying permitless. Like, that's just not a big problem. And so even though I want people trained and I want them capable and certainly in a situation, training will certainly help them do better. This it's kind of like this phantom fake objection as though if people don't go through the course to get training, therefore they become a public menace. And there's just no evidence of that either. Like that's just a weird objection. Once I finally flesh it out to hear people making, which certainly was what Allison uh, was trying to make. David, what do you have coming up, sir? An arrest made in a homicide in Foley. More after Fox. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Former President Trump has company in the Republican presidential race, his former United Nations ambassador and South Carolina governor, Nikki Haley. It's time for a new generation of leadership to rediscover fiscal responsibility, secure our border and strengthen our country, our pride and our purpose. She put out an announcement video this morning. A mass shooter at Michigan State University, 43 years old, had no known connection to the school. His motive at this point unknown, according to police. We can also confirm at this time that all five of the injured victims at the hospital were also MSU students. Three people were killed in that shooting, also students. That's Deputy Campus Police Chief Chris Roseman. Annual inflation in January, the consumer price index comes in at 6.4%. It was 6.5% last month. It's Valentine's Day. The National Retail Federation says Americans on average plan to spend 192 bucks on gifts. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 731 News Radio 923. Right now, 54 degrees. It's partly cloudy in Pensacola. The wait is finally over today. Both spans of that Pensacola Bay three-mile bridge are now open. Each span of the bridge currently has two lanes of travel. Uh, once everything's complete, though, and construction is 100% done, there will be three lanes, plus outside and inside shoulders and multi-use paths on each span. The $440 million bridge project has been under construction in one form or another since 2017. Of course, construction unexpectedly took much longer after damage during Hurricane Sally. A wanted fugitive arrested when Santa Rosa County deputies responded to a hotel in Milton yesterday afternoon. 22-year-old Noah Ryan was arrested, charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, possession of a weapon by a felon, and discharging a firearm from a vehicle. That arrest made at the Regency Inn there in Milton. Details uh, not made available yet, but we'll let you know when we learn more. Florida lawmakers are taking up a proposal from Governor DeSantis to eliminate the use of ESG criteria in investment decision, decisions with state and local funds. It's called environment social governance, but basically I think what it's devolved into is a mechanism to inject political ideology into investment decisions, corporate governance, and really just the, the everyday economy. ESG is a criteria that grades companies and investments on things like ethics, political donations, and board diversity. Investment firms that use ESG would also be banned from being lenders to state or local governments. Scambia Children's Trust. Trying again today to award grants to area nonprofits. More from News Radio's Joe Ford. Yeah, you may remember the last time they tried this. Back in December, the trust members ultimately ended up delaying awarding over $4 million after several residents spoke out against what they perceived as an unfair selection process. The trust went back to the drawing board and this time around are in line to award $5.1 million to 19 different out-of-school programs who responded. According to the proposal, the 19 recipients will 
will serve over 8,700 children, and over half of them are year-round programs. 11 of the 19 would receive grants of at least $200,000, including Boys and Girls Club of the Emerald Coast, City of Pensacola Parks and Rec, and the YMCA of Northwest Florida. Joe Ford, News Radio 92.3. Thanks for the update, Joe. An Orlando man cleared of voter fraud charges, a judge in Orange County yesterday dismissing charges against Peter Washington, saying he voted in the 2020 presidential election. Uh, a new statewide integrity vo- voter integrity unit determined the 59-year-old shouldn't have been able to vote because he was a convicted felon. And a stranded dolphin getting round-the-clock care at the Clearwater Marine Aquarium. CMA officials said yesterday that they're helping a young female rough-toothed dolphin that uh, apparently was stranded Friday in Longboat Key. The dolphin in critical condition, but they say it is still stable and swimming as well. And today marks a very somber anniversary. It's five years now since one of the deadliest school shootings in history. 911, what is your emergency? Hi, my daughter just uh, texted me from school. She's at Stillman Douglas, Mar- Marjorie Stillman Douglas in Parkland, and she says there's an active shooter. And 17 innocent lives taken that day by gunman Nicholas Cruz, who was sentenced to life in prison this past November. Governor Ron DeSantis today ordering flags to fly at half staff throughout the state of Florida, also asking residents to pause for a moment of silence at 1017 Eastern Time. It is 735 News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at our traffic on the fives with Candy. All right. Watching an accident, Mobile Highway and Green Street. This is near the Biandong Market. Uh, they're right between W and New Warrington. Just to give you an idea, and it looks like it is um, westbound. Caution there. Caution wherever you are. Uh, Three Mile Bridge, as we know, open in both lanes, both directions. If you have traffic tips, text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. We have a beautiful forecast for Valentine's Day. Mostly sunny skies with a high near 71 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 64. For Wednesday, a small chance of rain will build in with a 10% chance of showers high near 75. Wednesday night, temperatures dropping near 67. Showers and thunderstorms move in on Thursday late in the day with a high near 76 degrees. A few storms Thursday evening could be strong. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. And it's warming up nicely. 54 sunny skies right now in Pensacola. 55 in Gulf Breeze. 45 in Milton. Our next news at 8. Breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne. News Radio 92.3. I'm Jim Chesko with your money now. After more than a quarter century at the loan provider, Rocket Company's CEO Jay Farner will retire on June 1st. Farner has been chief executive of Rocket Mortgage for more than five years and has run the parent company since 2020. He stepped down from the company's board of directors last week. Shares of Detroit-based Rocket Companies are fractionally lower today. For the first time in a decade, the Super Bowl halftime performance was not sponsored by Pepsi. Apple hosted the iconic musical event Rihanna in the spotlight last night, marking year one of a five-year deal. The partnership with the NFL will be a key promotional platform for Apple, which has been associated with music since 2001 when it introduced the uh, uh, iPod digital music player. Financial terms of the deal were not disclosed. U.S. stocks today are solidly higher. The S&P 500 up 43 points. The Dow Jones Industrial Average ahead by 337. And the Nasdaq Composites up 172 or 1.5%. That's your money now. 
The cost of health care is all in the news. Tune in tomorrow morning at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel as ProHealth will be the guest and we'll be discussing how the ProHealth Medical Membership Program can help you take out the stress and cost of health care. That's tomorrow morning at 9 as ProHealth will be the guest on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Mom, can I have some ice cream? I've got a better idea. Who wants to help me make something fun and healthy instead? Me! Me! Eating smarter is easy and delicious. Interested in receiving healthy recipes and a whole lot more in your email? Then register at healthiestweightfl.com and learn more about all the small steps that you can take on the way to living healthy. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. News Radio 92.3. Now it's time to play Which Host Did This? Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, or Bobby Rossi? This host was born in Michigan. Who is it? Time's up. The correct answer is Andrew McKay. Get to know our local hosts by listening to News Radio 92.3. 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Morning, 739 here on News Radio 923, informative local tight. I'm Andrew McKay. It's a Pensacola morning. Uh, you know, it's true. I got a bunch of texts in, by the way, that were all very, very funny. Uh, Chip Simmons is the Camby County Sheriff. He joins us as he does every Tuesday. Sheriff, welcome back. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. There's, there's you, some hooping and hollering going on. Yeah, here. You, and, and you've been uh, out for a couple of weeks because you were in Jacksonville at a conference. You were in D.C. working on some stuff. Uh, anything to report from either of those places about things for Scambia County for your office? Well, you know, you go to the um, the winter conferences, the Florida Sheriff's Association winter conference, just a couple of days. And that's why we're in actually south of, of, uh, of Jacksonville. Just going over some of the latest laws and, and some of the... the I guess some of the things are trickling through the legislature that we might need to be aware of. And then as soon as we got back, they, they for some reason, they coordinated both these conferences about the same time. So we went to D.C. And again, the same thing, but on a national level, trying to look at some of the, you know, some of the legislation that may be coming through that might affect you know, how we police our communities. What I always think about something like that is it's not necessarily that you hear something said that you're like, I ought to do that, maybe. Um, but it's more that when you get around other people who do what you do, but they see the world differently, of course, because they have different experiences, it's kind of provokes you to think of things that might be able to be brought back or done differently or, oh, I hadn't thought of that. Is that does that? Yeah, I mean, we're always willing to, to steal a good idea. I, I'll be honest, though, up in a national one, there's there's some agencies up up in our northern part of our country that we don't want to we don't want to do what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, you know, but, yeah. And, and I feel bad for them. When we went to uh, D.C., a lot of the agencies up north are just envious of how we have it here in Florida and certainly how we have it here in Escambia County. Uh, most of them are actually picking our brains about the Blazer Academy and some of the, yeah. the movie nights that we have, some of the stuff that we have um, you know, that they wish they could do. Oh, that's and, great. And, and that they will do. So, but it does benefit you. You, you have an opportunity to talk to 
other agencies and, and see if there's some things that they could do that we can we could use to enhance what we do. No, I, I, I think that's fantastic. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask you about, uh, we talked with Eric Gilmore this morning about this, but the uh, text alert, the, you know, uh, run, hide or fight thing that went out, we all kind of know the what happened, what went wrong and all of that. Um, I, I guess I was surprised to learn that you guys aren't involved in that. Do you even have, like, could you send out an emergency alert or do you have to go through the county if you wanted to do something like that? Well, you know, I, I didn't even know they were doing it. I mean, I, to be honest, I didn't know. When we get a call like that, our primary goal was to get to the location. Sure. And we got a call from NAS, um, and, and we, we went there. We want to make sure that we coordinated our response to that, to that, um, to that location. Same thing with the, the swatting incident. We were just trying to get there. Yeah. And, and until we, we get there, we can't tell people whether it's real or not because we have these things uh, too often. You know these these fake calls and um so i i didn't even know that this the scammy county was going to put that out until i started receiving those uh, people coming in so we what's going on with this yeah and then we were trying to figure out why the information was inaccurate and and you you talked to eric and and you know he did uh, to his credit say hey we messed this thing up right we, we right. probably should do try to do a better job uh, but could we do it uh, we don't have the mechanism to do that at the sheriff's office we can put you know tweets out we can put uh, um Press Amber releases alerts. out. We can put, um, you know, different things from Facebook out, um, and then we just we did one last week, happening now type stuff. But, yeah. But but we don't put out those types of mercy messages. Very good. Uh, a couple of things that have happened here locally. Uh, one that's been the, the most in the news the last uh, day or so is we had a uh, a very young child at Montclair Elementary uh, had a gun in a backpack, but it wasn't loaded. But still, I mean, a gun at school for an elementary age kid—that's concerning. Oh yeah, obviously we're we're looking into that. We're still investigating it. On, um, you know, we have some information, obviously, um, on how the child got the gun and and what what led him to get it to you know bring it to school. But again, it's a six year old uh, that is bringing a loaded gun into the into the house. So what we're looking for into the school, what we're looking at is is how did the child have access to the weapon? Sure. And is that does that meet a criminal threshold? And and should we? Uh, should we charge someone for for having a gun that's so readily accessible to a six-year-old? Yeah. And again, uh, kids can be mischievous, and and they can they can get uh, to a lot of places that we're not aware of. So, you know, that's part of what we're investigating, and then we'll decide and determine whether we should uh, initiate an affidavit or not. You've also had a handful of um, sort of car chase, foot chase events happen. I know one of them involved uh, Quentin Goldson. There were a couple of others as well. Um, any of these cases that you want to talk about specifically about what happened? Or Well, we go to Quentin Goldson. Um, we had tried to stop him a couple of days earlier. We knew he's been wanted. You, you saw the list of all of the felonies that he was wanted for, like a list of, I think we mentioned eight of them on our post, but there were a couple more that we didn't even mention. But every time we tried to stop him, he would just take off, and and he would just without regard to anyone's safety. And so a couple of times we've you know we've canceled the chase, and a couple of times um, we tried to we tried to stop him. This last couple of days ago we tried to stop him because um, I, I put out we're not we're not playing with these criminals. We we have yeah. got to stop them. There's you know we, we always take the safety of the community and in, into in consideration, and and we we weighed that and like you know what this guy's a danger to our community. And he's not going to stop. He's in, and the next time a deputy gets behind him, he's going to do this again. He's going to go as fast as he can through a stop sign, a red light. And so we need to do what we can when we have the opportunity to, to stop him. So he was just actually like the third one that we have that we have um, intentionally stopped. And by intentionally, I mean bumped him mm-hmm. and, and did our best to, to stop this 
dangerous criminal, and, and we're not playing with them. We're, we're going to do what we have to do. Our deputies do a fantastic job out there. I mean, we, if you recall, a week or two ago, we had a, a, a car that they rammed two of our police cars yeah. at a gas station. Right, the right. guy had guns right there with him as well. And then we had one um, just last week that we, that we stopped as well. We, we, um, we turned them around a little bit, spun them in an intersection. And um, in the floorboard of the car was this big old, uh, you know, assault type pistol with a with a drum mm -hmm. magazine. And you know, we ended up catching that guy too. So, you know, we've had a couple of good three weeks of um, of putting some bad guys where they belong yeah. in the, in the jail. And all of our deputies have been okay. All the citizens have been okay. Yeah, we bumped up a, a, a couple of cars, but I'll I'll um, I'll fix myself if I have to. They can they can be they can be repaired. Yeah, I mean, we, <laughs> have, okay. we have we have good bumpers on our cars. And and again, I I just don't want these criminals. <laughs> Excuse me. We had the audacity um, of a criminal a couple about a year or so ago complain to a supervisor that the deputy chased him and he wasn't supposed to chase him. He thought he knew our policy that that, that the deputy should have stopped because his argument was that the deputy didn't follow your chase policy. He was complaining to the sergeant. I thought you had to stop when oh I ran God. a stop sign. Oh my God! That's the mentality that these people have, and and the problem is the next deputy or police officer that tries to stop them, they're going to take off and endanger the lives of our citizens, and, and we're not going to have any of it. Well, and, 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 of course, that's one of the unintentional byproducts of having a publicly known chase policy is, you know, mm -hmm. they criminals listen to the news and read the newspaper, or at least they hear it through the grapevine or whatever, you know, and sometimes that's a consequence, of course, of doing the right thing. Uh, we're talking to Sheriff Chip Simmons. Sheriff, hang on for just a second. Let's get Candy in here with traffic. Uh, watching an accident on Mobile Highway, <laughs> uh, almost like right between, it looks like, uh, W and uh, New Warrington, uh, New Viandong uh, Market. Now, I'm showing that it is down to one lane in that area, so certainly is caution. Uh, caution, certainly, wherever you are. 29 accident, 33 mile bridge, of course, open both lanes, both directions, traffic tips, sex Four three seven sixteen twenty News Radio ninety two three informative local dependable. Thanks so much, Candy uh, Sheriff. You had done a press conference, and you and I had talked, or maybe it wasn't you and I, but I know you did the press conference, and you had talked about this string of shootings that we had, and um, you know one of the incidents in that string was you had found a basically a person found shot inside a car that was stolen that was burned over on Blue Angel. It looks like you've made an arrest in that case. Is that right? We have, yeah. If you recall, um, there was a body found on Blue Angel in a little isolated road off Blue Angel, and then the car uh, itself was found burned up. Mm. Um, and our investigators were on it again. Again, I, I couldn't be more proud of the work that they're doing. We arrested Nicholas Bronson Pierce, um, and raised 37 year old male and he we arrested him for the you know for that homicide so um, fortunately that's the only homicide we've had in, in, in you know a couple of months I guess so uh, which, which is by the way it's, it's an important note we've had incidents of shootings and alleged shootings but this is the only homicide we've had in a while which is still right. at the, I mean all of it's not good but the fact that it's only one out of what could have been more that's a you know, we'll take well, you know, that. The, yeah, there are some things that are out of our control. You know, we talk a little bit about the causes of these of these homicides, and and two thirds of them are are drug related, mm -hmm. you know, uh, uh, greed related, and then one third of them are domestic violence related, and those are difficult for us to be right. again inside someone's home. Um, but but yeah, I think that that some of the people that we're putting in jail, the, our cooperation with some of our federal federal partners, and just really the darn good police work that that our our guys are doing. Um, in our, our gun crimes unit, in our warrant section, 
Uh, we're getting some, like I said, the last three car chases, we've we've been able to get some some bona fide bad guys off the street, a lot of guns off the street, and and you got to think that that's making a difference. I I, I feel like that's making a difference. Um, you know, it, it's not going to stop at all, but we're going to be out there every day, you know, continue to push for it. Absolutely. Uh, you've uh, been in the news a little bit lately for something that you and I have talked about before. Uh, the Just shot lately. spotter. I'm yeah. I mean, every, oh, that's true. That's no, that's true. Uh, you, I see a lot of you on channel three. Um, yeah. But, you know, how what I recall about the shot spotter technology that Mobile has been using is one of the challenges is having enough of a population density in order to justify the cost in the minimum amount of area that you have to buy to subscribe to the service or kind of some of the parameters. Um, I mean, how close are we to trying to implement that? And do you have locations already figured out where you want to do it? Yeah, we have locations. Again, they go by like square miles. And like yeah. you said, we it needs to be worth your while. If you if you put it way up in in, in Brat somewhere, we you know you may get a hunting rifle a time or two, but you're right. not really going to get a lot of uh, a lot of just random gunplay. I think that uh, we do have well, we do have the locations that are, are, are pinpointed. Um, but I, let me tell you, there, the shot spotter to me is part of a, t a twofold process, and really a secondary to our real-time crime center that we're that we're, we've been working on. We should have by the end of the year. The shot spotter will be a part of that, and we're partnering. I have had a couple of conversations with with uh, Mayor Reeves, um, and and we understand the value of having a partnership. So we're we're working with um uh alex andrade representative and trying to get a an appropriation from the from the state for the shot spotter part of that and quite honestly if we don't get an appropriation for the for the shot spotter we're probably not going to do that because it's pretty expensive again, it's yeah it's very expensive for what for what it gives you yeah now if it's something that we can get some some help from the state you know to, to fund it then i'm all in i, I want to do that but the the real-time crime center to me is more important than the shot spotter part of it because it helps you with every single crime and shot spotter just it, it doesn't always you know help you solve the crime so i have a, a weird <laughs> question that the answer is probably no but it just occurs to me um escambia county is building this uh, advanced traffic management system center you know over on w street by the eoc and i just wondered if there's any effort to coordinate the crime center with the traffic center if only because you know they're going to be able to control lights and things like that that might facilitate some of the get to the scene sort of stuff that you guys deal with is that even something that you guys are looking at i i hadn't even thought of it till now so you probably i don't know well yeah no we're, we're going to get with as if, if you recall some of the conversations the the real-time crime centers are we're not the first one to have it sure. i mean uh okaloosa bay county some of the smaller counties around us mobile baldwin county they all have these these things we've just been a little bit behind the times um, and, and, and now we're, we're getting up to speed rather quickly. And what we're going to do is once we get this, uh, the core, which we've already ordered, and, and I believe it's, it's coming in, uh, if it's not in already, um, and then we're going to build this up, and then we're going to we're going to uh, make those contacts about who we want to integrate with us. Okay. Again, we talked to Mayor Mayor Reeves about some of the cameras that are in the city. Um, we're going to approach the school district about about having access oh, to yeah. the schools, Makes uh, sense. all the schools. And this, again, it's not just what what this is what other agencies do. This is right. the, the model for the real time crime center, and so we're going to do that. And then obviously with a you know uh, potentially Department of Transportation and in Skimmy County, whatever cameras they have. Um, you know, it should it, it, our system will be able to accommodate all of those, and to have a, a, a robust crime uh, crime center like like we're going to have, then you need to have as many cameras as, yeah. as you can tied well, into and, them. Well, you know, not just for getting to a place, but for chases and I mean, all of it seems like it. You know, there's no downside to being able to integrate if you can right. with that information. Well, the cameras already exist, so right. so let's let's go ahead and integrate. And we already have access to to some of the cameras in the, in the school district, so it's not it's not brand new. I mean, I I, I can't imagine anyone. 
not agreeing to to work right. with the sheriff's office. Of and if 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 someone doesn't, then we'll, you know, I'll, I'll question why right here on your show. Fair enough. You know, this is well, sheriff. Uh, always good to have you on the show. Thanks so much for what you do. Of course, thanks for keeping us safe, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. You bet. Y'all take care, Sheriff Simmons. Eight seven fifty three here on News Radio ninety two three. I'm Andrew McKay. Hobbies can be fun and expensive. How about a hobby that's fun and could make you money? Find out how this Thursday morning at 10 with Emerald Coast Coins. Hear about precious metals and metal detectors as a great hobby. For nearly 20 years, Emerald Coast Coins has been one of the top-rated businesses in Northwest Florida to buy and sell gold, silver, and the best metal detectors to find treasure. Get more information about this Thursday morning on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. It's why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at VFW.org. Pensacola right now with Bobby Rossi. Afternoons 4 to 7. After Dave Ramsey on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. You had me at hello. I don't mean to panic you in case you hadn't noticed. But it is February 14th. So take care of your business. Oh, that's right. <laughs> take care of your business. 754 here on News Radio 923. I'm Andrew McKay. Uh, David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Well, the latest on that tragic shooting in Michigan the other day, uh, everybody killed and injured uh, at Michigan State University was apparently a student. The suspect is deceased due to a self inflicted gunshot wound. He was 43 years old, he's a male. That's uh, Deputy Chief Chris Rossman there, representative from a, a local hospital, said uh, just about everybody that was wounded required surgery. The interim president of Michigan State University today saying the school will come back stronger than ever. Norovirus apparently spreading across the U.S. right now at higher levels than normal for this time of year. The CDC is saying that 15% of weekly tests now are starting to come back positive. That's the highest level since last March. And the uh, winner of the largest Powerball jackpot ever is finally coming forward, and it wasn't me. The uh, <laughs> California Lottery planning to reveal the winner's name this morning. Uh, uh, the winning ticket was worth just over $2 billion sold in Los Angeles. Wow. So they'll probably be moving to Florida soon. (laughs) That's exactly right. Nice. Nice. All right, David, thanks so much for the update. Candy's got traffic on the fives. That's right. And this is brought to you by, if you forgot to get Valentine's Day gifts, what you can do is go buy the (laughs) child ones from, you know, the school. Here it is. And then uh, however many years you guys have been together, however old your wife is, or yeah, do this for your woman, um, before you guys got together, how, like how many years before you and Danny got together? Like say twenty three or whatever. Oh, that we were alive. Were. Yeah, yeah. I was I was twenty four and she was nineteen. Give that many Valentines and oh, say you know these make are for, up the first for when, we, when, when, when I didn't you. know you in fourth yes, grade. Yes, and I love you oh, and blah that's blah blah. Cute. And that is only a dollar, and it will get you all of the accolades. You're <laughs> nice. welcome. Roads are uh, fine for the most part. Watching an accident, uh, a mobile on North Green Street, and somebody uh, said the road is clear. There's just some guy there getting a ticket now in the parking lot. So you're good to go there. Sorry if you're listening, Mister. 
Mr. or Mrs. Ticket. Uh, yeah, traffic tips, text Mrs. 4, Ticket. Mrs. Ticket. Uh, like Mrs. It. Ticket. Uh, that's accurate. Traffic tips, text 437 1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. 757 here on News Radio 92.3. Um, oh, th- this was just, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this, and I, it's always kind of felt like I want to tell you about stuff in case you have seen it and comment on it. If you haven't seen it, you, you know about it. Remember, we were talking yesterday about the Jesus uh, Super Bowl commercials? You yes. know, the He Gets yes. Us commercials, the mm-hmm. one which is all about, you know, Jesus is said to be like kids. And the other one is, um, uh, what was the other one? No, it's all about not fighting. I forget now. But, um, oh, it was it, loving the people that you don't like. You know, oh, loving yeah, the, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, right. And so now, now the criticism from some, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, noted rationalist. Uh, <laughs> anyway, she's all upset and others are upset because... The uh, the the folks who produce that commercial, those commercials, which is by the way kind of expensive and spent a bunch of money on it, um, they've given a bunch of money over the years. The foundation that is behind those commercials to uh, the Alliance Defending Freedom (ADF). Now I know ADF from Arizona back when they were the Arizona Defense League. I think was a defense foundation. They had a different name back then. Uh, anyway, and they changed it to Alliance Defending Freedom. They're one of a very small number of very active conservative religious freedom kind of organizations that bring lawsuits in order to protect people's primarily religious but other you know freedoms and um, you know and the Southern Poverty Law Center also not exactly nonpartisan um, they designate them as a hate group because of their positions on for example you know gay and lesbian issues and things like this so now the um, the allegation is these horrible terrible people took out an ad uh, in the Super Bowl to promote this you know this hatred or whatever I'm like Dude, <laughs> the message was not that at all. Um, but it was interesting. Uh, the, the tweet that she put out was, uh, something tells me Jesus would not spend millions of dollars on Super Bowl ads to make fascism look benign. Good Lord, way to jump the metaphors. My God, like what did it have to do with any of that? Um, but I thought it was interesting, like the test of you know Christ-likeness, for example, for an organization or for an ad sequence or whatever it can't be whether they're pro-gay it should be whether they're scriptural which is a primary issue right and also if they give money over here to this entity does that change the message that they put forward and of course the other criticism how can you spend all of that money on a super bowl ad aren't you helping the poor well you can do both (laughs) you know and sometimes evangelism is just putting out a message have you ever heard of raise awareness and yeah exactly and look at all the money that was spent on beer and everything else at the super bowl right you're listening to news radio 92.3 wnrp golf breeze milton pensacola Governor DeSantis says the state's going to take a closer look at the company that administers AP courses and SAT exams, whether they want to do business with them, and a Pensacola Navy recruit earns a top military award. Those stories and more right after this update from Fox.